0: I'm Jen Zobol. I'm Katrin Redfern. I'm Matt Fiddler. And I'm Ann Poston.
1: And you're listening to play for, play for Voices.
0: Play for Voices. Play for Voices. Play for Voices.
2: Play for Voices.
0: In this episode, we're proud to present Please Enter Destination, a play from the Czech Republic that's the second of the three winning audio plays from our contest with Words Without Borders. Please Enter Destination is the English translation of Zadet Tisil, a play written by Teresa Semotamova for Czech Radio and first produced in 2012. It's a contemporary drama exploring the relationship of two young people and the awakening of social and civil consciousness. The play was translated by Barbara Ruzickova, And now, Please Enter Destination. The curious photograph was taken during flight STS-51-I in August
3: 1985. Please see image two. (laughs) The image shows us a circular object in the middle of a regular cumulus cloud, a collapsing cumulus surrounded by a cumulonimbus. This donut cloud, as the phenomenon is called, resembles a plate of delicious soup with steam rising out of it. Or perhaps... The doors of heaven we see right before falling asleep. Hello there,
2: my little cumulus.
3: Nah, I'm a cumulonimbus. You're a cumulus sumulus.
2: Oh, am I?
3: Well, you surround me, not the other way around.
2: I wouldn't be so sure about that. Really?
3: Hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. One more weekend <laughs> is over.
3: Don't let clouds, clouds come stages. and go.
2: One more weekend is over
3: All the clouds will move on Something wonderful's happened
2: It's cloudy as can be One more weekend is over
3: And he said he liked me
2: I really, really, really like you
3: Gee, thanks. But what if that's not enough?
2: Please enter destination. Okay, so, um, we're going to Colleen. So, K-O-L-I-N. Now, how do you make a talk? Oh, here. It's right over here. Calculating route. Great. Let's go then.
3: Could you please turn on the radio? Just one brief smile Oh, it was pure bliss And then in the shadows He gave me a real kiss The world is changing I've fallen in love I'm down with spring fever And I can't get enough
1: Please keep to your
3: left. Shh! I want to listen.
4: Bringing you the latest news, this is Czech Radio News at 3. The Chamber of Deputies has passed a bill on governmental employment agencies, closing them down in the near future. The Russian spacecraft Soyuz was launched from the Baikonur Cosmodrome in Kazakhstan. Its crew will now spend five months of comprehensive training at the ISS. Lobbyist Filip Koljushek has been released from custody. His participation in the property sales, local planning, and limited companies in Prague, the capital, could not be proved. The police claim that records of Kolushek's intercepted phone calls have disappeared, including all the backups.
3: Well, well, well. Quite a coincidence, isn't it?
4: The bill on governmental employment agencies was submitted by Deputy Alois Ponarko, who claims they are unprofitable.
3: I think I might have just lost my job.
4: Lovely. Just lovely. The budget that has up until now been used to run the employment agencies and welfare benefits will now be reallocated. It will be used for deputy salaries and for the New Year's firework display. They, they gotta, gotta be, be kidding, kidding, right? right? Deputy Von also proposed to close down libraries, theatres, and museums. The efficiency of these establishments cannot be measured, said the deputy. Personally, I think they are nothing but another place for loiterers and people with just too much time on their hands. Following his statement, Ponarchal excused himself to catch a plane bound for the Canary Islands where he was due for a state visit. What? what?
3: Just... just turn it down, please.
2: Look, it's not like it's sure yet, right? Things will work out, one way or the other. They always do.
3: Chaos reigns, said the fox.
2: Helly? Helly, come on. Talk to me.
3: You know, everyone keeps going on and on about how the world is coming to an end. Blah, 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 right? But you know what? It's already happening. I mean, the end of the world is. Only it's not like everything's exploding. Boom. Just like that. You know? It's not like that in a split second the world will be gone. Nah. The world is coming to an end slowly and gently. Little by little, everything is going to die off. And it'll be long, and it'll be tiring, and it'll be disgusting. And the first thing to go down the drain will be human values and human intelligence.
2: You do realize this has been going on since the dinosaurs, right?
3: No. No, I don't realize it. Welcome to Cloud Cuckoo Land.
2: In
1: 100 meters, please turn left.
3: Damn! I missed our turn.
1: Please keep to your left.
3: Why'd you get this talking piece of junk anyway?
1: Please keep to your
2: left.
3: The world is coming to an end. Helly, come on. Look,
2: it's Sunday, and we're going out for a ride. For one second, could you at least try to think about something other than the world falling apart? We never talk about anything else, for Christ's sake. For once, at least, can't we just chill and relax and enjoy ourselves?
3: Oh, of course we can, dear. It's just that it's a bit of a shock, you know? Losing your job and all that? Just, you know, try to put yourself in my shoes. What would it be like not being able to go back to work tomorrow?
2: It would be wonderful. I'd dream about not having to go to work.
3: Recalculating. Please enter
1: destination. Destination Kozoyodi.
2: That said, our GPS lady has probably gone a bit bonkers. I should do it. It should work now.
3: Hansa, I'm worried.
2: What, about the weather? Mm. No rain today?
3: I checked. I couldn't care less about the weather. I'm worried I won't be able to find a job. That I'll have to stay at home, and we'll have to live on one income, and that I'll have to suck it up, and that I'll absolutely hate it. I don't really know what to do.
2: Look, Hun, calm down. You just found out you're gonna lose your job. You have to come to terms with the news, right? Give it some time, that's all. I get that right now, you might be feeling a bit like a loser, but-
1: Please enter the roundabout, then take the second exit.
2: But we'll figure something out. We'll get you a job, don't you worry.
3: Do you think that maybe we could call off today's visit? I'm really not in the mood for Lukash and his blabbing.
2: Let's just have lunch with them. Then we can tell them we've already got plans for the afternoon.
3: It's just that once you and Lukash get going about nuclear weapons, or the future of the Euro, or anything along those lines, there's no end to it. You'll bore me to death. And Elishka won't be any help either. I mean, she doesn't talk about anything other than breastfeeding anymore.
2: Not happening this time. I promise. Now, you really need to get some rest. Close your eyes and try to clear your thoughts, okay? Do some cloud watching. Imagine it's just the two of us riding the clouds through the sky.
3: I'm falling asleep. My ship's heading out towards the sea. And I'm climbing a rope into heaven. There, I'll sit upon a cloud and tell myself that yes, this is really, 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 really me.
2: A cumulus cloud will usually be isolated, forming a massive, sharply defined mound and developing upwards in the form of puffs heaps, or towers. The uppermost part of a cumulus will often resemble a cauliflower. Those parts that reflect the light of the sun will usually be a bright white color, while the almost horizontal base of the cloud will remain dark.
3: There you are, all accumulated. What about you? (laughs) I'm accumulonimbutated
2: seen any ice crystals down this way, ma'am? I'm afraid I might have lost track of them.
3: Quite large, weren't they? And a big group, right?
2: They're about a hundredth of a millimeter around the waist. Lovely kids, ain't they?
3: Um, didn't see them. Sorry. A crested clouds passed by and turned everything upside down.
1: Your destination is, 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 is,
3: is, 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 Can't you do something about it?
2: About what? About the world?
3: Well, that too. But maybe you could start with the GPS device? It's really starting to get on my nerves.
2: And what exactly about it is getting on your nerves, my dear?
3: Well, the fact that the lady inside the box is so obviously broken. Fix the thing or get rid of it or whatever. What did I tell you about wasting money on stupid gadgets? Can't we just get a map and find the way ourselves?
2: Calm down, (sighs) Helly.
3: Hansa, I really don't feel all that well. I'm really not sure I can handle Lukash and Elishka today. You do realize they don't actually care about us, right? They just need some people inside their large, beautiful, rustic home. Actors on a stage, you know? In a play set in the 18th century. Moving about the mansion, sitting on the stone steps leading up to the attic, and admiring the 17th century well with its lovely winch. And it's all historical, of
2: course. You're being unfair. Lukash is a friend.
3: Yeah? How so? I mean, how do you know he's a friend? All he does is brag and talk about himself.
2: He's helped me out in the past. Look, Helena, why don't we just talk to them for an hour or so about life and stuff? And then, we can go home.
3: When I'm in a good mood, I can deal with them all right. But right now, I'm really just ready to call it a day. Cheer
2: up! When we get back, you can relax in the tub, and I'll fix us something to eat. Why don't you focus on that? Just
3: stop talking, okay?
2: But isn't that what you've always wanted? A man who takes care of you?
3: Yeah, when your wishes come true, it's actually really scary.
2: Calm down, Helly. Listen. Say whatever you need to say. As long as it makes you feel better. Get the aggression out of your system. I promise I won't take any offense. Any at all. Not even a little bit.
3: The world is coming to an end, and so is manhood. And all those dynamic, multifunctional women are watching, no idea what to do, what to say. You know, we should visit the ruins of some old building. There's bound to be some around here, and it'll go well with the mood.
2: Where the hell are we, anyway? Recalculating
3: route. Recalculating. Recalculating. Can we please just go home? I really can't deal with your gadgets right now. Helena. What's the matter? Didn't I just hear you say that you won't take offense?
2: Yeah, but you're being unreasonable. For
3: the last time, can we please go back? Let's just take the nearest exit. Look, this one will take us to Shezayovitsa.
2: Why on earth would we want to go there? No. I won't leave the highway until this stupid cow tells me to.
3: Use your brain for God's sake. Look, there's a sign right over there. It says that Colleen is straight ahead.
2: I can wait. I've got all the time in the world.
1: In 100 meters, leave the highway. Take the exit on your right.
2: See?
3: Whatever. If you trust some weirdo lady powered by the universe more than your partner, well, that's fine by me. Trust has
2: nothing to do with it. This weirdo woman of yours has only one purpose to her existence. To navigate. So why shouldn't I make use of it?
3: That purpose used to be mine, you know? Now what am I supposed to do? Look, this is rubbish. We need to talk.
2: Not this again. You've
3: changed a lot, Hansa. You used to fight for things. And now, now you'd rather I relax in the tub while you fix us dinner.
2: Let's not fight. In fact... Let's not even talk until we reach Colleen. From now on, the only person doing any talking will be the GPS device. That okay with you?
3: I can see
1: you're afraid to talk about your future.
2: Cut it out, Helena. I'm trying to drive here.
3: It wasn't me. I didn't say anything. It was the GPS device.
2: Yeah, right. It's an app. It doesn't join in conversations. What a lame excuse.
1: Intersection coming up. Turn left for Utterville, a horror of a town to live in. Turn right for Skitty Town, which is probably even
2: worse. What the? What's wrong with it?
3: I had no idea you could make it act all conspiring.
2: Weird. I bought the most expensive model. It's supposed to be compatible with everything. A penny for your thoughts?
3: I just realized that my boss has actually been going on and on about how they might close us down for ages. I just never thought it could actually happen, you know? At work, it was all part of a game. Always hearing they're going to close us down. Always working in makeshift conditions. I just thought that working for a governmental employment agency meant it was here to stay. That nothing could go wrong.
2: In this country, there's only one thing certain. Utopia.
3: It's not just that I've been fired, you know? I'll find something. It's a matter of principle. This country is falling apart, and we're all part of it. For instance... I personally am still pretty mad at you for helping those Americans crack those bank accounts. I bet you're still doing it anyway. Even though I've told you to stop a thousand times, no, you just won't listen.
2: It was just a one-time gig, and a long time ago. I had no cash. I was under pressure, and I lost my head. It was just that one time. I felt awful, so I told you about it, and that was the end of it.
3: Only that one time,
2: huh? Okay, so then I showed Alish how to do it. But I didn't do anything myself. I just showed Alish.
3: Wow, how generous of you. You think that doesn't count? I mean, you wouldn't drain your mom's bank account, would you?
2: Why would I steal from mom?
3: That's exactly my point. You wouldn't. Of course, as long as it's someone you don't know, it doesn't matter, right? Imagine someone cracked your bank account and you lost all your money overnight.
2: What do you want me to say, Helena? I've already told you about it. I only did it once. Then I showed Alish how to do it. And that's it.
3: Yeah, right. You picked the neighbor's black currants yesterday. What's your point, lady?
2: My point, exactly. How did
3: you know? Anyway, you can't be serious comparing two black currants with a drained bank account.
2: But it's true, isn't it? I
3: hate you. I hate everything. Stop the car.
2: No, I don't think so.
3: Stop the car now. Please continue straight ahead. That piece of junk is driving me crazy.
1: The world is falling apart and so is your relationship. What am I, 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 I I supposed to do?
2: You're barking mad, lady.
3: The darn door won't open.
1: Your destination is on your left. Darnville.
2: Helly, calm down. Look, I I swear, it was just that one... Please
1: close the door of
3: the vehicle. I can't even open it. How on earth am I supposed to close it? The world's going mad. Helly,
2: I swear I will never, ever do it again. It's a scam. I feel awful just thinking about it.
1: Please do not open the door of the vehicle. Open, you... Please calm down the passenger.
2: Heli, come on. Come here. Calm down. (laughs) Helena! Helena! Helena!
1: The Martin has killed the grouse, then fell prey to the red fox who was throttled by the gray wolf.
2: This Sunday's turning out just great.
1: Recalculating. Destination... Paradise Eternal, recalculating. Destination, Paradise Inferno. Er, Eternal, sorry about that. In 100 kilometers, turn left, recalculating.
2: Look, I don't want to be mean. But don't you think you might have gone a little over the top there? You think? Ellie? You know I love you, don't you? Don't worry. Everything will be just fine.
3: Will it? When?
1: The world is full of imps, and we're all imps ourselves.
2: What she said.
1: You guys never talk about the future. Is there something you're afraid
3: of? What? Sure. Realizing we don't have a future.
1: Oh, but you do. Everyone does, and that's what's so great about this world.
2: I'm not scared. Tell me what you want, Helena, and I'll give it to you. You want to get married? Have kids? Get our own place. Move to a beach house. Anything. Just say the word, any word, and I'll deliver. It's a while-you-wait service too, by the way. High quality guaranteed.
3: That's exactly the problem, don't you see? I'll say the word and you'll deliver. You'll get me something. Some under-the-counter black market rubbish, so check. I wish I didn't have to tell you everything.
1: Stop fighting already. You're not helping.
2: Helly, don't you worry. We'll manage somehow. We'll just take things as they come, okay?
1: Please enter the roundabout, then turn left.
3: Listen to the GPS. Listen to the wise silence of the crazy old lady within.
2: Are you crying?
3: It's... How can you even say it? We'll take things as they come. That's what losers say. We all know there's only bad stuff down the road, so why kid ourselves there isn't?
2: The world can be a nice place, Helena, but maybe we really should head back home, huh? See Lukas and his perfect family some other time?
3: Thanks, Hansa. Let's visit them some other time, not today. Their family's perfect on the outside, but there's nothing to them. They're empty. <laughs>
1: There's a pigeon in my soul, his feathers dusky black as coal, his eyes the gaze of a young fool.
2: It's acting up again. <laughs> Please enter destination. Uh, P-R-A-G-U-E, Prague. Let's head home, you crazy old lady. Caution!
1: Destination cannot be changed. Please keep to your left.
2: What the hell's wrong with it? Can you believe it? Listen, lady, I'm the one who says where we're going, not you.
1: Well, do you know where you want to go? Do you know why you want to go there? And does any of it make any sense?
3: Could you please turn it off? We don't need it to get back home.
1: I can't be turned off. Sorry.
3: It's the news. Turn it up. the latest news.
4: This is Czech Radio News at 3.30. According to the new civil law, animals are now defined as objects rather than as living, breathing creatures. Menzi Avrotomino, recently elected president of Madrigal, paid his respects at the grave of an unknown soldier at Horona Mountain. In the next hour, he named himself Prime Minister and set out implementing the promised political program of economic measures. He passed a law establishing the need for dozens of female assistants, including an Ayurvedic masseuse, a manicurist, and a botanist specializing in succulents. The civil law now defines animals not as living breathing creatures, but as unemotional objects. As a result, animals can now be legally used in a number of ways, for instance, as fuel. M. Doggen, president of the Animals' Party and chair of the Association for Feline Rights protests. We have to stand up against laws like this, says Doggen. What if people start using cats or dogs for heating? Personally, I can't imagine throwing a cat into the stove. And I sincerely hope no one else can either. I mean, a live cat can keep you warm as well.
3: I can't shake the feeling that the world's gone completely mad.
2: Don't worry. You'll find a new job. Everything will sort itself out.
1: Someone here's got a heart of gold.
2: Stupid cow. She's definitely lost it. I'm taking the left turn, whatever she says.
3: Finally taking your fate into your own hands. Every revolution was always first a thought in one man's mind.
1: Yes, finally. Off we go, into a different dimension. Into a world of speckled pigs. Meaning? Meaning the world. From what little I've heard so far, my dear girl, I feel you and I will have so much in common. Your sense of misery is impressive.
3: It sure is. I doubt everything.
1: Including hope, I'm afraid. I, too, have always found myself suffering when I was told the country was managing just fine. In theory, everyone's working, but in reality, no one's actually doing all that much, are they? They juggle work with stealing, they overcomplicate things, or they just plain slack off.
2: But it's getting better, don't you think?
3: What's the meaning of your life?
1: Navigation. Showing people the way.
3: Show us the way, then.
1: I'll tell you one thing stuff changes, so help each other out. The hardest thing is figuring out the correct destination. The rest's easy as pie.
2: Not always.
1: Okay, not always, but quit whining, young man. Silliness doesn't suit you. You're a nice young couple with a nice future.
2: What do you see? A hammer? Or maybe a feather?
3: All I see is you.
2: That cloud What do you think it looks like?
3: I think it looks like you You're like a waffle
2: A waffle?
3: Firm and crisp on the outside Soft, tender, and fragile on the inside Just one brief smile Oh, it was pure bliss And then in the shadows, he gave me a real kiss. The world is changing, I've fallen in love. I'm down with spring fever, and I can't get enough.
1: The world is changing, I've fallen in love. Yeah, right.
3: I'm actually not so sure myself.
1: You won't get anywhere without knowing where you want to go. So where do you want to go? What's your destination?
3: Somewhere I can have a nice life.
1: What's so wrong with this place? What's so wrong with your partner? What's so wrong with the world?
3: I could write up a list, I guess. But what's the point? Everything's wrong.
1: Come on now. Why not specify a thing or two?
3: Alright. So, for instance, I feel the world's carbon footprint has become something of a problem. I personally
2: don't think anything's wrong. At least not much. Let's just take things as they come. Okay. I love Helena. I'm happy in our relationship, and I want us to have a nice future. She can get a bit opinionated at times, but that's exactly what I like about her. I'm also quite happy with my job.
1: Splendid! Splendid! Opposites attract, after all. Now, let us ask the young lady to share what she likes about the gentleman behind the wheel.
3: Well, he's here, and he's interested in me. No one else fulfills those criteria, which is a bit sad, but that's just the way it is. That's
1: all. That's not much, don't you think?
3: All right. He treats me well. He doesn't beat me. He can listen to me for hours on end. He's not trying to change me all the time. We share some values. That enough for you?
1: All right, then. What about you, young man?
2: I respect Helena because she's strong, brave, and committed. And because she has an inquisitive mind.
1: Amazing. What seems to be the problem then, my darlings? Rise now from the ashes. Shine like the feathers of the phoenix do what no one else does, forge chains of gold to bind all those bastards who've been in this world since the beginning of all times. Maybe you've done it all along, but now you have become stronger. Starting today, your efforts shall become much more deliberate, much
3: more, much more. Something wonderful's happened
1: With your pants on I'm as glad as can be With your pants off
3: One more weekend is over
1: With your pants on And he said he liked me With your pants off
2: Hello, Rain. Why don't you read from the Cloud Atlas for a little while, Hallie? Just so we can relax a bit.
3: Bringing you the latest news, the Sunday evening of cloud poetry is moving in our direction. Puffs of whipped cream drowning in an overcast sky of
2: chocolate. A mound is heading towards us.
3: It could rain cats and dogs.
2: What ham starts growing on trees, then? Then what? And then I'll look into the mirror and see.
3: The sky! <laughs> <laughs> the Nimbostratus consists of a gray layer of clouds, often rather dark in color. Its blurred appearance is due to the precipitation dripping continuously from its base, either rain or snow. This precipitation usually reaches ground level.
2: The layer is so thick, the position of the sun cannot be determined.
3: Hmm. Low, torn clouds often appear beneath this layer. These clouds may, but do not have to, be connected to the Nimbostratus layer. Look, Hanzá, there's someone standing over there by the edge of the road. We should give him a ride, he's dripping wet.
4: No problem. Afternoon, folks. yeah. where are you headed? Where are you going? Prague.
1: We're actually going to
2: Kozoyady.
4: I'm headed just about anywhere. I don't mind detours. Well, get in then.
2: Helly, do you mind moving the stuff in the back?
1: Our lives are nothing but one big detour, aren't they?
3: Could you please turn that thing off? I'm getting sick of its advice.
1: I can't be turned off. Sorry, not possible. Welcome on board.
4: What's this you're listening to? Some sort of show? Sort of. I thought I had bought a GPS device, but so far
2: the crazy old lady inside's been all about directing our lives, rather than giving us proper driving directions.
3: Uh, Leave her alone. It's actually quite nice when life finally gives you a surprise or two.
2: There. It
4: should work now. I always say that a slap's the only way to stop ladies to talking it for their own good. Beg your pardon, miss.
1: Please don't hit me. Violence against women has been illegal for at least a couple of years now. There's no point to it anyway. As a navigation device, I don't feel any physical pain. So, where might you be from, good sir? Uh well Well? Uh no
4: place you'd know, I think. Not yet, at least.
3: Come on, try us.
1: It's down, down, down. And it's, how do I put it? Infernally warm down there. Boiling hot, you could even say. Oh, I've sure seen this man before.
4: Yeah, right. You don't even exist, ma'am. He's right, you know. You came in a box.
1: God help me. I swear I live off nothing but kale and coconut water.
3: Don't worry about the blabbing. We don't get it either. But when you hit it, it usually starts working. At least for a little while.
1: Please keep to your left. In one hundred kilometers, turn right.
2: Thanks. You're an angel.
3: Quite so. It's the news. Can you please turn up the radio?
4: Bringing you the latest news, this is Czech Radio News at 4. The newest bill passed by the Chamber of Deputies has made it illegal to walk upstairs. The Ministry of Labour and Social Affairs is now organizing special courses in floating. A plane transporting the President of Spain has been hit by lightning. Despite this accident, the President managed to take his golf lesson on time. The Chamber of Deputies confirms that beginning October 2012, anyone wishing to walk up a flight of stairs will have to float their way up instead. The inhabitants of Kiev celebrate the 150th anniversary of the founding of Sokol Organization, a youth sport movement. Despite the heavy rain, the celebrations continue with gymnastics on Kiev main square.
3: They're kidding, right? We should write a letter to the president. Dear Mr. Asshole. Asshole, We're writing because we just wanted to know if we're still allowed to... Breathe. (laughs) Sincerely, your your voters. voters. These times
4: suck. All times and ages suck, my dear. It's all about crapping human lives and accusing the times of your bad luck. It's just plain...
1: Short-sighted. True. Recalculating. Please enter destination. Enjoy your trip. Recalculating. Destination, Cozoiety.
4: Didn't I just set it to Prague? Maybe I could introduce myself after all. Uh, I'm a devil. Pleased to meet you. Not the real deal, mind you. Not the devil himself. Just a, uh, an associate. Uh, a, a minor demon. But as I said, pleased to meet you.
3: Well, that's just what we needed.
4: So, tell me a little about yourself, mortal ones. What do you do?
3: I'm unemployed. At least soon I will be.
2: I'm a geek. That is, I work in IT. For reals? Um...
3: Yeah, for real. Helena... Well, why don't you go ahead and tell him?
2: What
4: exactly should I tell him?
3: That you steal other people's money?
4: (laughs) Well, miss, ain't that the only way you can earn some real cash in this world? There's nothing wrong with being a bit, uh, work-shy, if you ask me. I mean, trying to earn a decent living gets you nowhere. Take it from someone who's been there. Pinching something once in a while don't hurt no one. These days, it's almost an art, wouldn't you say? Ahem. That's exactly the problem. Come on, mates. You're being unreasonable. Look at me. I'm doing just fine. Got nice clothes and stuff, and whenever I feel like popping off for a short visit to Earth, I go straight ahead. You know, just uh, walk among the people for a little while, as they say. <laughs> My soul's burning, all right, but who cares about that? But just so you know, young man... I'm all with you on the hacking-cracking business. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh, seeing as the missus is without a job, maybe she could lend you a hand, huh? And what's your problem, lady?
1: The name's Angela.
4: Well then, everything all right, Angie?
1: Everything all wrong, hun. But never mind the coughing, just something stuck in my throat.
3: What made you end up
4: down there anyway, Mr. Devil? Watch your tongue there, miss. I ain't no Mr. Devil. I'm just a random devil or demon, if that's easier for you. One out of many. And in answer to your question, if you're so daft that I really have to spell it out for you, well, I died. And then I went to hell. Got that? Anyway, mates, don't you get all muddled up by this social construct everyone's promoting, you know, this uh, honesty thing. Trust me, i got experience with stuff like that, and I'm telling you, I've met hundreds of sinners, and the only thing that's ever made life worth living was pure, honest theft.
1: Oh, I beg to differ. What you're saying, and do correct me if I'm wrong, is that the meaning of life is to steal and to sin.
4: The meaning of life is to enjoy the stuff you manage to cash in. Nothing else is worth it.
1: Not everything is about money,
4: you know. Money, money, money. Lovely, shiny, little, round disks of joy. Stuff like that never goes bad. Money don't smell, I'm telling you. What more could you ask for?
1: People should live for things that make sense, not for hollow wrappings.
2: Well, we're with you on that one. Aren't we, Helena?
3: Sure we are. But building your own construct is not easy.
1: Nothing's easy. Even getting up in the morning is not easy.
4: Oh, come on. That's the lovely thing about stealing. When you're swimming in cash, you don't have to get up early. Miss Angela, ma'am, seems to me you got it all wrong. How do you expect these young ones to succeed with advice like that? So, how
2: did you end up in hell anyway?
4: Oh, the usual stuff. Stole a little something here, a little something there. Worked illegally. Sold the metal from drain pipes and manhole covers at scrap yards. Me and the boys once managed to steal an old bridge... You sold a bridge to a scrapyard? Didn't even bat an eyelid. Manhole covers are high-quality steel, did you know that? Oh, and I also stole garlic from my neighbour. He and his family broke their backs, coaxing it out of the ground, only to find the fields empty one day, right before harvest too. Oh, and then I became the mayor of the village I lived in. I did some little fun siphoning along the way. As I said, you know, usual stuff. You
3: can't be serious.
4: This really is a bit too much. You know what? The only thing I'm sorry for is that I didn't steal way more before biting the dust. (laughs) You got it all wrong, miss. No way honest is the best policy. Just, you know, let your man do his thing and don't think about it too much. He'll bring money home, so what do you care where it came from?
3: I see you don't know me at all. I'd
4: actually rather skip the hell
3: part,
2: if
4: you don't mind. You don't really look all that... glowing.
3: Maybe you should get out of
1: the car, huh?
4: No, not happening. Seeing as these nice young people offered to give me a ride, who am I to refuse it, my dear Ange? Hmm? Oh, by the way, life in El's not half bad. No worse than life in heaven, that's for sure. No worries about that.
1: Recalculating, recalculating, recalculating. Please enter destination, 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 destination. I'm excited as an old lady about to have her hearing checked. Please enter destination. It's
2: acting up again. What's wrong with you? I said we're going back to Prague. Didn't you hear me? We're having a word
4: with the president.
3: Will I go to hell for stealing the neighbor's currents?
4: I don't think so. Not bad enough. What really counts is what's going on in your head while you're doing the stealing.
1: Please enter destination, destination, destination. I've
4: already told you where we're going. It's Prague. P R A G U E. Maybe you really should have your ear in check, ma'am. No offense, man.
1: Recalculating. Do you wish to change your destination?
4: Oh, our little Angie's sulking. Come on, Ange, give us a smile.
3: It's a GPS device. It connects itself to the universe and takes you wherever you want to go.
4: Shouldn't you be able to do that yourself? How's she supposed to know where you want to go?
3: Please enter destination. If unsure, please press whatever. But we do know where we want to go. We're just... wavering a little.
4: Humans are spoiled, brats. All you need is a little honest... Yeah, well... Can't tell you the truth. Sorry. The old man had skinned me alive.
1: You're being too philosophical for my taste. You've gotten me all sweaty just trying to keep up with you. Let's change the subject. I'd like to tell you about this little hobby of mine, creative writing. In my work, I prefer to focus on topics that humans usually refuse to see. Ah, Mr. Devil, I see you are closing your. 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 eyes.
3: eyes. eyes. Stop hitting her, Hansa. You can be a real brute sometimes, you know that? Come on, Miss Angela. Tell us what we're doing with our lives. <laughs>
2: I'm pretty sure she said she can't feel any physical pain.
4: Don't cry, Miss Angela, ma'am. Don't cry. Are you all right, ma'am?
3: Hansa, apologize. You've hurt her feelings.
4: She doesn't exist. Don't you get it?
2: This is not happening.
3: Oh, is it not? So why is there a devil sitting in the back of our car? As far as I know, he's not supposed to exist either.
1: Recalculating. Um, of course I do exist. Perish the thought.
4: We're both real. For reals.
1: Hansa, apologize. Now. Sorry. Uh... Angela. All right, then. Apology accepted. As I have said, I consider myself something of a writer. So I thought we could have an evening of Poetry with Miss Angela, brought to you every Sunday. It's one of my early works, back from when I worked in the German town of Gatalao. Back then... I was very influenced by a writer born in that city, Georg Buchner. Well, seeing as I don't hear any no's, let's get going. You're making me proud, my dear listeners and friends, so very proud. Once there was a child who had no mama and no papa. It was all alone in the world, this little child, so very, very much alone. After all, no one lived in this world not a single soul. It was completely empty. And as the child was alone and afraid, she decided to climb up and into the skies. The moon looked so kind, at least it seemed so, yet when the child finally reached it, she saw the moon was nothing but a rotten piece of wood. So the child turned towards the sun. Yet when she reached it, she saw the sun was nothing but a withered sunflower, and when she reached the stars, she saw that they were nothing but little golden midges. Thus, the child, weary and tired, turned back to the earth. The earth, however, had become a seaside dock and had turned upside down, and once again, the child was very much alone. So she sat down on the ground and started crying, and from what I know, She is sitting there, crying to this very day, and is very, very, very much alone.
2: Don't cry, Helly. It's just a story. Look, Angela, I'm not so sure if it was such a good idea to read this story right now.
1: That's what they always tell me. It never seems to be a good idea. But then, when you think about it, you realize it always is. That was so sad. I am so sorry. I genuinely thought it would be distracting. I know people don't usually ask themselves questions about death and stuff like that. No,
4: people hate that. That's very touching, ma'am. Very touching. What, with a kid and all? What time is it?
1: The eleventh hour, if you really need to know.
4: Blimey. Gotta go, folks. There's this meeting. Wouldn't do good to miss it. But we're not in Prague yet. No worries. We devils meet anywhere and any time we want. We're all on one plane of evil, get it? It's just that I need to pick up my goat. But the old man gets really touchy when someone comes on foot.
3: So what does the meeting of devils look like?
4: Well, we all connect telepathically and pray for evil on Earth. The usual stuff. Anyway, gotta go. Don't cry, miss. Life's dandy. Remember, when you're up to your neck in shit, turn it into jam. Of course, I ain't supposed to tell you that, but um, I really wanted to help you. You're cool, both of you. (laughs) So much humanity all in one day. The old man will go crazy.
3: Off with ye. And the devil's gone. Thank you for chasing him away.
2: Having him here was worse than hell.
3: Alone, finally.
1: To steal or not to steal. Well, that's... Two completely different things. Don't you two believe a word he says? Remember the mills of God. And seeing that my upside-down fairy tale didn't do you much good, allow me to distract you with something else. The following story was inspired by a magazine my current boss always forgets in the bathroom. So, let's give it a try, shall we? He looked into her eyes, and she nodded her consent. Her lustrous incisors gleamed in the gloom, the fillings in her molars shining like mother of pearl. He touched her inflated silicone pride, and she replied with a sensual grumble. The great truth was burning inside her, and she felt a burning urge to shout it out into the world, that they always take her somewhere where no one will disturb them that when everything's over and done with, they rush off while pulling up their zippers, already in search of their next prey. However, she felt that this one was different. He gently caressed her temples, touching her hair, and stroking her autoplastically altered ears. Drinking in her beauty with his hands, he slid them down, slowly but deliberately lower and lower, past the gently curved chest with its two petrified raspberries, down towards the unkempt bush awaiting... Stop it!
2: What did I do to end up with such a piece of junk? A GPS device that's no good with maps, but all too good with naughty stories. And why are you crying again, Helena?
3: I don't know. It's just that I've never felt the burning urge to shout out anything into the world. Maybe it's because it never had anything worth shouting out.
2: I love this world. It's never-ending weirdness never fails to surprise me.
3: Anza, what if we didn't go back home? What if we just drove straight ahead, Turn right here, Turn left there?
1: Please enter destination. Destination.
2: What about our stuff? What about the dog?
3: Who cares about our stuff? Who cares about the dog? Listen, promise me you'll stop cracking those accounts. Promise me you won't show anyone else how to do it either.
2: Promise. I mean, it's not like I want to spend the rest of eternity in hell, right?
3: And as for me...
2: And as for you, you really need to start taking it easy. The world's sins are not yours to bear. Someone already beat you to that, remember? Don't worry, we won't let anything grind us down.
3: As long as I'm breathing, I have hope.
2: Why don't you read from the Cloud Atlas for a little while, Helly?
3: The cirrus clouds, if high enough above the horizon, are always white. They are whiter than any other cloud in that area of the sky.
2: The cirrus clouds occasionally appear in the form of small, round
3: puffs. Puffs. Feathers. Towers
2: domes on the horizon.
3: I'm so happy you're here with me. Puffs of blackthorns in the fields.
2: You're my beloved beauty. Like those little rounded towers.
3: We grit our teeth, we swallow our tears. Something wonderful's happened.
2: I'm as glad as can be. I'm I'm down down with spring fever. And I can't get get enough.
4: Bringing you the latest news, this is Czech Radio News at 4.30. The Chamber of Deputies has passed a bill on the restriction of breathing. They have also discussed the bill on the implementation of cannabis for medicinal purposes. This cannabis variety will be genetically modified in order to avoid any recreational effects. The celebrations of the 150th anniversary of the Sokol organization in Kiev will continue with a party featuring the Kick It Buggy band. The villagers in Jharkhand, a state in the eastern part of India, beat a local man and his two adolescent sons to death. The AFP agency claims that according to the local police, the villagers had been convinced the murdered men had been practicing black magic. Deputy Ivan Kotets has finally implemented the bill stating that starting January first, 2013, breathing will become severely restricted. Kotets claims that the current ecological situation is incompatible with all living organisms breathing as much as they see fit. As a result, respiration will be restricted. Kotets has, however, assured us that these changes will not affect socially deprived groups, senior citizens, or widows with dependent children. The weirder weirder it gets, the
2: the better the the show.
3: show!
2: Look, over there, do you see it?
3: A cloud with a hole inside it. What kind of cloud is that?
2: It's a donut-shaped cloud with an inner perforation.
3: A cloud to go with your coffee. (laughs) I've never seen anything like it.
2: Not much is known about these clouds. Not yet, anyway. I only read something about them once, ages ago. It's beautiful, isn't it? It looks like a giant door opening up in the sky. A road straight up into the heavens.
3: Well, shall we?
2: Let's go.
1: Recalculating. Please enter Destination.
0: We hope you enjoyed Please Enter Destination. The role of Helena was played by Michaela Morton, Honza by Imran Sheikh, Angela the GPS by Carol Monda, and the radio announcer and the devil by Mark Raymond. Jen Zobel directed the production, and Wayne Schulmeister designed and mixed the audio. We'd like to thank Irena Kovarova and Megan Forbes for their help with Czech pronunciation. Play for Voices is produced by Jen Zobel, Ann Poston, Katrin Redfern, and Matt Fiddler. All of our episodes are engineered by Kevin Ramsey at Harvestworks. Please see our website at playforvoices.com for information on how to support our podcast. Thanks for listening.